0: Uh, all right. This is coming from BBC. A former Minnesota police officer has been arrested and charged with murder following the death of unarmed black uh, man in custody, uh, Derek Sean, uh, I guess that's how his name should be pronounced, uh, who was white, was shown uh, in footage kneeling on the 46-year-old George Floyd's neck on Monday. He and three other officers uh, have been fired. It says sack in the article. Uh, days of looting and arson in Minnesota and the city have boiled over into nationwide protests. Uh, the case has reignited uh, U.S. anger over uh, police killing Black Americans. Uh, Henep County Prosecutor Mike Freeman said that Mr. Chauvin, uh was charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. Uh, he anticipates charges for three other officers, but will not offer details.
1: Man, listen, I, I was sitting sitting on the couch. I've been actually like most Americans um, glued to it. Glued to it, you know what I'm saying. Um, and it's just been shocking to see uh, sitting back with my wife. And I was actually saying last night, like, man, I can't remember like this many protests over one thing in a long time. Like we had Ferguson, uh, Ferguson, obviously. And that was kind of sparked up a few things. Laquan McDonald, that sparked up a few things, but this is legit across the country. I think, mm-hmm. is it been more than 10 to 15 cities? I think, it, I think I saw something to say like at least 20 cities, like, we haven't had anything like this. Not even in our lifetime.
0: Is this
2: the closest oh. thing that we've had to Rodney King? No, this is like
0: the, when, the 60s. Yeah, I was going to bring up When King got well, assassinated. Yeah, that's it. Of Chicago was still not back mm-hmm. because they were burned uh, in some of these neighborhoods. This is similar to that time period.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to wow. say. This has okay. to be at least going back to the Martin King time, and we wasn't even born then. You know what I'm saying? So that's how far back this kind of a uproar goes. of uh, it's it's just been crazy to see, man. Just a lot of this could have been avoided if they just would have arrested the guys, not even charged them properly. It's arrested them. You probably would you you probably would have been able to stomp down a lot of this. And I think we can all probably you know saying put our two cents into the simple fact of this is building and building and building and building, mm-hmm. especially within this week. Uh, it's 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 crazy to see, and I keep saying this, man. The times that we live in, brother, we going through a pandemic and seeing a a, a nation-wide wide at the same damn time.
0: So it's spreading again. We're respreading. <laughs> but then too, Before anybody out there looting with in, mask on though? Like, hey, hey, hey! I break this. You, <laughs> you, look, you're six look, feet, motherfuckers. <laughs> and they lucky. They lucky. They lucky. I got all my TVs last year. Oh, <laughs> look at you, look at King. You know how I feel about <laughs> looting the televisions. But but uh, uh no nah, real quick the one thing that you pointed out was that if only that person did their job they wouldn't have started a revolt Look, like if only you would have just not killed not someone. killed a motherfucker yeah don't kill a like, black man don't kill an unarmed black person it, but the thing though, though is I hate to say it yeah. so I real quick I was watching the um, CNN when they were tearing down the windows mm-hmm. and the reporter was on there acting like a little bitch or whatever. And I'll say it because some people aren't going to like it. But anybody that knows anything about right first of all, he had a line of police officers in front of him. You had a, a white kid with a skateboard banging on a window. What were they about to do? All right. A, 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 a firecracker got in there and Deuce is mm-hmm. like, Oh, my God. And just like, See, this is the problem right here. You, you behaving and acting like your overreaction is the same thing that these cops do when they're engaging with black people, and is the, the overreaction again. It's different because this person is seeing something for the first time. He kept the uh, I think his name is like uh, Valencia or something. He kept saying he's been in Atlanta for 14 years and he had yeah, never I know about. He had never seen anything like this. So he was he, scared. He, was, he scared. was scared. But he, he got. Scared. But he has to understand. He's reporting this to people around the around the world. Like you gotta get control of yourself. And there's the cops are with you. You good, homie. You wait, know, man, what I'm wait
1: did y'all see the video down in Louisville when the um when the I don't know if he was even a police officer, he walked up to the young lady, the a cameraman, a white girl, white uh reporter, and her cameraman and straight aimed and shot at them. I don't know if it was rubber bullets or something. Straight shot at this girl twice. He did it twice. He like reloaded, turned around, and shot at them again. And she was like, "This motherfucker shooting! At me. He, he shoot right at us." And they was like, "Are you shooting at you?" Like, yes. She, and she went back out there and kept doing her job. Wait, so wait, she was in the midst of it, getting yeah. shot at. I don't know if it was paper like or it was rubber, but she was getting shot at. And she was like, "I'm still fucking doing my job." So, from that can to actually seeing the um. Omar, I can't think of his last Jimenez. name. Simmons. Yeah, see, yeah. and my brother, the brother, got arrested on live TV, and and no, and his white counterpart, his white report, a block away, asking the same damn thing. Nothing happened. So if that doesn't give you a clear picture, of what the hell is going on in Minnesota? I mean, it's I haven't seen anything like this before, and like I said, man, I'm gonna bring everybody else, and we really gotta. <laughs> A few minutes on this one, but it still blows my mind. Dude, like I, all, you ha- all you had to do was not kneel on a person for nine minutes and kill him. Uh-huh. All you had to do after that, if you want like, damn, that's fucked up. He needs to be arrested. All you got to do is arrest him. Right. That's all you had to do and all this shit. And people out here protesting during a global pandemic. What the fuck are we looking at right now?
2: Steve? this feels like an apocalypse. Like this is something out of a movie, out of a dream. Like, and, and it it's so touchy feely right now, man. Like I feel like, and Ryan, you can attest to this too. Like as a white man, I'm struggling to, and, and that's kind of the whole reason behind me reaching out to y'all. and trying to come on and talk about this is, to figure out a way to have this conversation of me being a white man and because of the color of my skin and knowing that the color of your skin dictates certain social things. Um, like I just want to be an ally for y'all and I want to be out there in the fight. But at the same time, I'm looking at this looting and the way that the protest is happening and I'm not, I am not here to say that because I'm never going to understand it. I'm never going to, fully understand the burden that any black person will ever have to bear, um, for, for the centuries of, you know, oppression and slavery and, um, just the rooted racism and Jim Crow laws and all that. Um, so I can't, I, I I can never, ever, um, tell anybody, a person of color, how to emotionally react in those situations. And that is not at all what I'm trying to do. What I am, what I guess what I'm trying to do is look at it logically and go, this is looting. This is rioting. This is also crimes that are being committed Mm -hmm. granted out of emotional, you know, um, responses to the injustice that is happening on live TV, which is absolutely wrong in itself too. So like how, how can I, as a white man, who has friends like y'all? Who are people of color and minorities? How can I best be there for you guys and show you guys that I'm right there on the uh, on the front lines with y'all?
0: Ian Davis to flip with Steve Suffredin sitting in on us. Follow him at Steve Suffredin on air. Is that correct, Steve? Steve stuff on air. Steve stuff on air. Make sure you follow him. Steve stuff stuff on air. Uh, he just came up with a great question on being uh, a European American. How can he help us, blacks, African Americans, with what's going on? And also, how can we have an open discussion about what's going on? So, um, that's a, it's an interesting one. Uh, I think one, and this. So, when we have this talk, this by no means is directed at uh, you, Steve, or Ryan or he, he knows. Understood. It's not directed at. Um, here in America, we live on this. Uh, depending on what your your race, your religion. Whatever it is, but you're supposed to be basically a quote unquote good person. And if you're a good person, you care about your fellow man. Uh, The Bible has been used from every, it's been misused in a a myriad of ways. But basically, we all know the story of the Good Samaritan. And that's a person that's of a different race than another person that people walk by, and this one Jewish person stopped to help them. And now it's a lesson of, regardless of the fact that this person wasn't Jewish, I'm still going to aid my fellow man. And um, I, th- I think that's the belief that we're supposed to have. And you grow up and you have those rose, r- rosy uh, glasses on your face and you kind of believe. I think we all believe the best in people. And that's another thing. Uh, speaking of those rose-colored glasses, I think I mentioned this on the show a couple weeks ago. Because I think sooner or later, even though we, sh- we don't need to talk about black-on-black crime, but that's always going to get dragged in. So it's better if we address it than not addressing it. Mm. Um, but I, I was saying this to the guys two weeks ago that, uh, and, and, and it was about it was it was about somebody getting killed by a cop, I believe, or mistreated by someone else, and how black on black crime in a way. First of all, there's wherever you live, you're killing people in your vicinity. It's right? crime. It's crime. So it's yeah. white on white crime, but particularly. We know there's more black on proportionally, there's more black on black crime, but this because of institutionalized racism, segregation, and, and how everything is set up to where these people don't have jobs. For instance, um, you, you look at the fact that uh, black kids are charged, for instance, like just to say marijuana, something simple, and now you know you can't get charged that in Illinois today. But they always make sure that they get black kids on these trumped up charges where other kids would let go. Now, I'm gonna tell you how that affects policing because once you get a whole litany of people with 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 records on them already i was reading this article about what dare we're well, not an article this excerpt about what dare really was and it was with uh daryl gates the police commissioner in los angeles if you can remember rampart crash and all that stuff from back in the days the reason that they did dare was to really get those kids names on the books early was suggested right but let me get back to what i'm trying to say so here in the black community for instance if I go outside, we just had Stephen sure Maybe you guys had it when they redid the the water pipes coat going into our residence this last year, right? We live in we live in a South Side, which is it's 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 segregated. It's predominantly uh, black, Latino, and then on the outskirts you have uh, white people. All right. The reason I bring that up is that here, where it's just black people, yeah. I maybe saw one black person working, and it's getting back to the thing about the charges with the kids you deny access to middle-class jobs and what they really do is one they keep the the, the attention of white people on the fact that hey we're gonna give enough jobs for y'all because we already know there's no manufacturing here in america dream in america is that i can graduate high school i can go over here get this job and send my kids to college and maybe get me a vacation home right that dream has been gone but they they want the lie of the dream to be continued so there's lesser jobs and those jobs are going to be given to white people, predominantly, and just look at policing in general. The, our police force should be divided into the, the the racial demographics of the city, basically, right? But if, I completely if we see, agree on that. We've seen it when it comes to the fire department. How the Chicago's fire department has been sued for racially keeping blacks out of it. All right, you go to these firehouses in our communities, they can just be a white firehouse. I know several black firehouses. The only and the only reason I'm getting back to this is to show that when there is no upward mobility. That's that causes a lot of the things that happen when it comes to black on black crime. So I, I want to get that started as far as how the institution is set up. So where the people at the bottom and the crabs in the barrel mentality is going to lead to this national narrative of basically they deserve this because look what they do to themselves. Right. So let's 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 put, put this right here. Let's let's go back. Let me bring That's what they do to themselves. Regardless of that, I still pay my taxes. Pookie. I I, I don't pay Pookie shit. All right. Pookie need to stop. All right. But the real thing is, I pay policemen to just do their jobs. One thing you always hear, and this isn't a Dan Davis against the police uh, narrative. All right. Because I've had uh, wonderful relationships with cops across the board. All right. A lot of times growing up. Uh, just being an ignorant kid. And I wasn't selling drugs or anything because that'd be the narrative that comes off of this. But they've been playing white cops that just let me go for doing stupid shit. So that's mm-hmm. not, the, that, that, that's not what I'm trying to say. But even with that, these cops know that their teammates are fuckboys. And you look at officer Chow in Minneapolis and all he had to do is be like, Hey dude, you that's about enough. Right now. I'm not, i not, I try to look it through his eyes. He's an Asian American I'm sure there's not a ton of Asian Americans on that on that on that, that the police force, so I'm sure he's trying to fucking fit in, and he's still taking in the same type of bullshit. Now, that's not saying he doesn't feel the same way for that black man as Chauvin did, but just just still looking at it. So it's being a white male trying to see what you can do, blast that shit and make people feel uncomfortable. I, like one thing that I've really it, this happened with the J.D. Um, Roger Goodell thing. And uh, me and my mm-hmm. barber got into a heated discussion because I said to him, Jay-Z can do what he wants to, but make sure you say that C- Colin Kaepernick deserves to have a job. Now, I don't have the power to give him his job, but he deserves to have his job. Now, he didn't say that. And the reason he didn't say that is because he didn't want to, one, have have that sound bite with Roger Goodell said next to him, but he didn't want Roger Goodell to feel uncomfortable. And there's this thing here in this country where it's okay for us to feel uncomfortable. Uh, uncomfortable it's fine mm-hmm. for us to feel uncomfortable so for instance i don't care if anybody gets mad at me i don't care that they're riding burn this bitch down all right because if that's the only thing you fucking care about then okay so it's a financial loss and i apologize to the people that are losing their businesses especially during pandemic and may not be able to reopen their businesses let me leave with that i apologize mm-hmm. it's not it's not fair to you whatsoever but it's not fair to other people what they've been going through through either and when you keep fucking with people and on top of that you have this racist president that as a country we can't even just be like he's fucking racist we got to play games and act like he's not doing this racist bullshit everybody knows he is we've been living three and a half years uh, the day he got elected we already knew y'all was like fuck us right now we're a half years. Man, it this. was before he got elected. It was it really before was. he got elected. You're it right. Really right. Was,
2: he, had, he had a Comedy Central roast. Mm-hmm. And it was all the people that roasted him. And then he had his five minutes at the end to roast everybody else. And then the last minute and a half, two minutes, if you go back and watch that, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere all of a sudden balloons come out of the sky confetti falls streamers, the whole nine and then they start playing oh really they're going there ain't no damn way that this is actually happening right now this has to be a joke and it turned out not to be a joke but a joke at the same time right
0: mm. yeah so, see what do you guys say oh i'm sorry right, yeah. uh, We finish up so, yeah we're, so we're li- now we're living where every day we turn on the tv the president, the DOJ is aimed at either when he came in there with with, with sessions that, listen, we're not going to come behind these de- police departments in these areas to investigate this fuck shit. That's not what we're going to do. So you are you coming in this. You like y'all on y'all. Own. We already knew it. But you're reaffirming the fact that we're on our own. We're reaffirming the fact that. You you have the the sister uh, Brianna Taylor right. You have uh, what was the black brother that was chilling in his crib and the cop she came in there in the wrong floor thought it was her apartment down in like Houston. Oh, Houston,
1: Dallas or Dallas to they, Houston? Dallas to Houston and, and that. shot
0: his ass. And it's dude, nobody. This this is my last part. When it, so because I, I still want to address the black on black crime point because it's low hanging fruit and it's used as a distraction. Nobody in this world allows somebody else, especially someone that's not their ethnicity or religion. To come into their areas and kill their people, regardless of whatever they have going on in their area. So right. I can go to Pac- Pakistan, right? And those those Muslims could be over there and they could be fucking each other. Not that I don't mean like literally fucking me, but they could be assaulting each other, doing whatever, right? When my black ass show up and do something over there, they're gonna fuck me up, right? And that's anywhere, I go to Ireland, I go to Japan, they're gonna fuck me up. So don't ask me why it's okay that if we still have problems in our community, it's fine for you to come in here and kill us also. No, motherfucker, cause I couldn't do that shit in your fucking neighborhood. And I'm paying you. Yeah, see it, what
3: you have? In uh, midst of all this protest and, and outrage, and people have the right to feel the way they feel. We all should be angry about what's happening in, in Minnesota. We say this all the time, and I'll say it here. Uh, We have an election, the presidential election coming up in November. I hope that this momentum carries to the polls uh, Mm. in November, and and all this, uh, amidst all this uh, protest and outrage, and rightfully so. When was the last time we seen record numbers at the polls for the presidential election? 2008 to a lesser extent, 2012 of President Obama. Hopefully, this momentum carries over uh, in November. I, always, I quoted um, the TV uh, host and journalist Roland Martin all the time on this program. I'll quote him again. Uh, the wor- real work begins the, the day after the presidential election. We always focus in on the presidential yes. election, but all politics are local. Can we? And we had uh, a, a, mayoral, a mayoral election last year with Miss Lori Lightfoot uh, being elected mayor. Uh, we had to pay attention to Think about that local election. Think about that, too. That was going to be the first ever
2: um, woman, minority, mm-hmm. mayor of the city of Chicago, regardless because it was it was down to Tony Preckwinkle, who was mm-hmm. still the Cook County Commissioner or yeah. the Cook County Board mm-hmm. President, excuse me. Um, or it was Lori. Yeah, yeah, no, so. We, yeah.
3: So we had to pay attention to our local elections, especially the city that we live in, and we're broadcasting from Chicago. Your alderman. Your, uh, your, like, like Steve just say, your, your county commissioners, all that's important as well. If, if, if those, um, if those elections are screwed up, and those situations are screwed up, it affects the national level. We always pay attention to the national elections, which we should, but it, it all starts with, uh, with uh, being local. We, we have to pay attention to what's going, going on locally, because if, our, if, if the local situations are messed up, it affects everything else. So I just wanted to tell the people. Uh, the protesters, let's carry this momentum and build, build on it positively into November and beyond. Two years from now, let's uh, have this momentum in our gubernatorial races where our senators and governors are reelected. But Let, Let's not forget this moment uh, two years from now. Uh, and also, uh, let's not forget just pay attention to what's going on every day because if we just get outraged for a moment and then go back to our normal lives, uh, this is all, all for nothing. We just all have to be mindful and, and, and be mindful of it and just uh, let this momentum build up in a positive direction. That's all the way we're going to have change. Right? Definitely. And the, the whole USA. thing there,
0: though, wouldn't you, Sydney? Yeah, hey, USA, Absolutely. USA.
3: <laughs> always, always, always. And, no, and,
2: and so ahead, the the whole, um, I, I love that you brought up that point, Sid, about, um, you know, the election coming up because, yeah, the president The presidential election is a big deal, but it also happened. Like we gotta get the old ass white people for better look at it out of the Senate and the The House too. Like it's not just think about it. There, there are countless senators, countless uh, representatives that have been in there for. 30, 30, 30, 30 years.
1: 30 40 years. Yeah. yeah.
2: They've made a career out of being a politician. Right. And like, yeah. To, as it pertains to the presidential race, you have two really old racist white guys that are going against each other. It
4: makes no sense to me. Yeah. Ryan, what you got? <sighs> well, I mean, I feel. For really any minority out there, like me as a white person who really has, I guess, no ground to say this, I'm tired of seeing these stories. Like I've been riding my bike a lot. Yeah, everybody quarantine, should be. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about Ahmad Arbery still. How lucky I am to just be able to just go out and I go on some of these back roads. I might even go out at night, like prime territory to be hunted down or something if somebody was coming after my skin color. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about that. So this happens with George Floyd, and I mean, it's just so wrong on every level. We talk about, like what Ken said, when you're just talking about just the police side. What the hell were you doing? That was never a part of any technique or, or some no kind of training. No right, kind of training. You were never taught this wrong. in the academy, ever.
0: So They say they're allowed in Minneapolis, though. They actually i have seen reports. That neck, that neck move? They say that you're not supposed to do it, but it's allowed. Now, I don't know if it's in the state or if it's just the Twin Cities. I've seen two articles in the last two days saying that uh, that city, that or that department allows that net move.
3: Mm, okay.
4: I mean, that's craziness to me. I mean, and let's just take the, the race element out of this for just a second. I personally, through my experiences, have never really had a good ones with cops. I came from a small town where a lot of cops like to abuse their power. And it was very evident. And you saw it. And now I'm in a predominantly white community. There might be some other Latinos, uh, people from Mexican descent, any of that. But that's there's no other minority factor. And these cops, you know, I never had a huge problem. I never had an Ahmaud Arbery situation or anything like that. But I always felt that I was being abused as citizen from this cop who thinks that because I'm cop of a 2000 population town on the end all be all king of all. And I think that speaks to a larger thing because obviously there are great cops. There are great officers doing their job, but think about any industry. There are pieces of shit that get jobs for no reason. And they keep their jobs because they have the right relationships and the right connections, or they slip through the cracks, whatever way. The whole policing law enforcement system, along with our politics, along with another thing, and this is what people really need to realize, the systematic abuse, this machine works against all of us unless you have a lot of power and a lot of money. If you don't have that stuff, you have some rights based on your race, based on your religion, and then it goes downward where you get less and less if you're not a part of the culture that they deem good enough to get any type of rights or get any type of civility out of life. We need to dismantle this whole system and rebuild it. And I'm not saying let's get rid of cops, but how we teach it, how there's discrepancies from like what you just said, Ken, state to state, apparently where some people are allowed to kneel on necks or God knows what else they're allowed to do in Mm -hmm. whatever country or I'm sorry, whatever state that's not a part of the larger system that is taught. This has to be regulated and when we talk about, also in the past, how jobs are being cut like crazy for robotics and all this stuff, you're gonna have so many people out on the streets with no jobs. Let's give them a job. Let's regulate these pieces of shit. Let's have people train and let's build a system full of locks and channels. Cause this, I'm sick of going through Yahoo and every day there's just a new killing. Oh, it was a police officer. Oh, the, the cliche that oh, we were under physical duress. They were resisting, so we had to do whatever the fuck we wanted to do. And that's always the fucking layout, and that's how it works out. And it's just tiresome. I can't even imagine how somebody that's a minority feels. Like That's the kind of tiresome that can break people. D, and that's why quick. you're seeing what's happening. And yeah, that's definitely well going to break it.
0: Well said. D, real quick, and Ryan, you, yeah. you, uh, you brought this up, and this is an excuse that I hate hearing from law enforcement. Look, one reason I didn't get it with the cops, I had like my game-banger friends was like, man, you should be a cop. Now, I don't know if they thought I should be a cop because I was going to let them get away with shit. Or, but one thing I always knew how corrupt the police department was, I was going to have to be corrupt or else they was probably going to do something to me. So I never, just here in Chicago, I was kind of like, I'm good. All right, From mm-hmm. What I've kind of seen it was like, I'm good because I'd rather try to live my life on the straight and narrow. But this is the thing. You see a lot of cops in Ryan missing duress. I hate hearing cops. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't want this, but say, listen, I'm just trying to get home. Look, I did not ask you to take that job, all right? That's the same if you're in war and you, like, you just take off running. No, the motherfucker's going to be like, coward, get your ass back up. And, again, I'm not calling all officers cowards. But you know the risk that comes with your job. If you can't handle that, and and, and i thought about D. Uh, D, you remember, like, uh, about 10 years ago, uh, the kid that was at the gas station and the cop asked for his ID and the kid dives back into the car? And the cops start shooting him. And the cop's are like, why'd you dive in the car? And the kid has his wallet. He's like, I was getting my wallet, right? You
1: told me. You told me to.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right you told me to, right? Yeah, now, yeah. we growing up in the city know not to do that. This kid did not grow up. And he's younger than us, a different generation. We were taught in grade school, watch out. I, I remember the teachers being like, hey, just watch out, all right? Mm-hmm. So, again, I'm, I'm talking about that cop because that cop was so scared, all right? I'm not saying that he still – can't be scared, but you also know the risk that you take on. And again, if I was there, someone dived in the car, I may, shoot his, I may shoot his ass up too. But I'm just still pointing out, if you take this job and you have to take on the responsibility of that job and you can't re- revert to your simple animal or clan instincts, you have to be over that because you're taking on a job of being a, a death dealer, basically, and you should do it judiciously. D,
3: please. That's yeah, the yeah.
0: shield. That yeah. is
4: what the shield is you don't get to yep. change the rules of the shield it just because oh i like i like the power this day because it was a nice easy day and i got a bunch of i don't know gifts or whatever like i get a discount blah 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 but then when the job is distressful i'm just gonna break procedure no you have to be better than mm. a human being you have to be above humanity right. to protect yeah. humanity right
1: yeah you do dean davis to flip the right judgment
4: here. factor is just absolutely ridiculous
2: it 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 the 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 amount of racial profiling that happens because of the police force and i have a lot of really close friends and people that i trust and people that i look up to as you know men of character that are police officers and in the police you know line of work and i'm really appreciative of the example that they've given me of what it looks like to be a good police good cop um but there are way too many that we've seen over the years that have just abused the power and like the bad app. I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine last night. One bad apple is going to spoil the bunch and make this all about police brutality on, um, minority men, which is terrible. Men and women, men and women. Yeah, exactly. And, and that has gotta be, um, you know, the one bad apple out of the bunch spoils it for everybody,
1: but, like it's just yeah. well, listen. So when other cops don't
0: say anything. That's real. the
1: problem. No, 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 that's the problem. I mean, it's it's you have to be able to break it down from inside. So one thing you will always hear, like, "Hey, you want to make a change? Start from the inside, and, and that's how you do it." I've seen plenty of videos of African American cops or uh, people of minority uh, background who became police officers, and will give you that. Say, "Hey, listen." I grew up seeing this. I wanted to change it from the out from the inside. I've also seen some videos from, from white cops saying, listen, you are making it harder for all of us. Like you cannot do this. I, those videos have come out, right? But just to go back to your original, your original question, Steve, talking about, you know, mm-hmm. how if you as a white man uh can make a change, it's more so like Ken kind of alluded to it. You have to be able to call it out. The issue okay. is the issue is for some people, some, for some white people, just be blunt. When you call things out, you can't get looked at side-eye, okay, whatever. But also you have to recognize, if you're calling somebody out on a position that they have, you gotta understand, that they can lose that position. And some people don't wanna lose that position because life mm-hmm. is like a game, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I was dealt a good hand, I'm about to, play. I'm about to, uh, I'm about to try to run this hand, But if you have somebody come around saying like, nah, dude, you got the hand off of pure luck and because of who you are and what family was born in and because of these privileges, Mm -hmm. they're gonna be like, hell no, I ain't giving this up. So that's the, I would think that's the struggle that some some white people have and why they don't want to speak up. They could be afraid, you know, saying they might get ostracized or it's kind of like, I don't want to lose my position. So mm-hmm. the hard thing is being able to call people out to make change from within and also to understand you making that change is probably going to knock you down a peg. But the, being the more person that you are, you know that you also allowing somebody to come up because this is one thing we always say in this country, right? Equal. We all just want to be equal. But you have a lot of people that don't want it to be equal. And that's the, mm-hmm. that's one on top of everything else we've all said right now. That's mm-hmm. another layer to this systematic time. racist racist cake that we mm-hmm. see right now.
0: I just you want something else. I just want to be left alone. You just want like, to be left alone. I'm hey, that's another thing too. Not, um, but that's I equal mean, I mean, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Kumbayan, I'm not mm-hmm. like I just give me my especially like if, if, if somebody, let me be a human. Yeah, look, if you don't like me. Don't talk to me. Keep it moving. We can be mm. fine, but just don't allow me to be killed because someone was having a bad day.
3: Like, man, don't or just, they, just don't, or I, they just don't like
0: you. I'm not asking a lot. I'm not really asking That's not. I'm right? asking me left alone. Dude had a yeah. bad $20 bill and a buzz and got killed. And listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you this much. I will, I will give our, our counterparts props because that narrative – 20 years ago would have been like George Floyd was full of shit. He was this, he was that, he was that. Because the narrative, and it, and it goes back to, you have to realize we all view everything through the programming that they put in our heads. Right, you sure. have to deprogram yourself. If you're not cognizant of it, you're fucking lying, all right? Mm-hmm. I view things through a mentality of people that were in prison. So my first reaction is, what was that Negro doing? Right, not that he could just be left alone. My first reaction, what the fuck was he doing? He should have yeah. known better than that. But right? you know what, Ken?
1: I was going to say, but going to Ryan's point and Steve's point, and I've seen other people say the same thing too that are white, not believing that narrative anymore. I don't yeah. know because the simple fact of, and I'm going to say this, and I've said it a thousand times on here, whoever came up with the idea to put a camera or a camera phone yeah. or a video it's camera on that. a on a cell phone is the most underappreciated human being of all time. It's one of English. y'all, right? Because now it's kind of like, even with the autopsy coming out, saying like, well, you know what? We don't know if the, you know say It wasn't no signs of the strangulation. Right. And it was some yeah. precondition. Yeah. But, but you will still see, but you're starting to see this like, that's some bullshit. Right. Big like, time. that's some bullshit. Somebody apply pressure on your throat and you're laying on your stomach. My, my boy, Clarence, is old CEO, uh, Mac, uh, uh, Ken, you know him. Mm-hmm. Mac, he old CEO, uh, uh no, uh, yeah, uh, a CEO. And, uh, he worked in a job, obviously. And he said, man, listen, none of that stuff that you just saw right here on TV with that, with, uh, with the, with the needle into the neck. None of that's trained. He said, you could kill somebody by simply laying them on their stomach and they yes. behind their back. Yeah. yeah. He said, now think yes. about this putting your knee into their throat. So, is just going to cause it now. So now you have people, you have people being able to see through the bullshit. Like you said, Ken, once 10, 20 years ago, uh-uh. you, you was like, oh, no, nah. well, obviously, that's what, the, that's what the coroner said. The coroner said he didn't die like that. Right. You're seeing, it's like, that's some bullshit. So that's another level, that's, a, that's probably another reason why you're seeing this, to my, to my original point, starting off this whole conversation, uh, this topic, I should say. Why are you seeing it such a big uprise everywhere? Decades and decades, for us, hundreds of years of frustration. Uh, you have a system systematic racism. You definitely have that. And now on top of it, you're able to finally just see it. And it's throwing everything out of a whack. And to Ryan's point, maybe this is a time where you can actually say or say, we gotta deconstruct this shit. We gotta break mm-hmm. it down. Your local governments, your local officials, vote local, state and senate. Yes, all the way up to the president. We have oh, to yeah. start breaking down these levels to make this more equal and fair, and to Ken, what Ken said, just leave me the fuck alone. We got to get mm-hmm. to that point. We got to yeah. get to that point.
2: Most definitely. Um, something I want to say real quick is, and I probably, I'm. there's a good chance I could take some flag for this from people of my color. Mm-hmm. Um, racism, I'm looking right at my camera, racism is taught, it is learned. It is not something you are born doing. It is not something that is, is just it's not inherent in humanity. Of, it is not yeah. is, exactly, and that goes for any any person. If you harbor any hate for any person based off of the way that they look for any reason, that is on you, and you learn that somewhere. So you have to live with making people feel uncomfortable like that, and that is a very uncomfortable thing for me to say because I have a lot of friends that I associate with who are pretty racist. You know, and you know like, it's, are. it's hard for me to have, Speak, a, like, I would never be, I would never be able to have a conversation like this with certain of my friends because I would get shot down immediately as well. Why don't you just not you're, like, I'm taking your white card. It's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. So sorry. I just had to say that real quick. No, thank Thank you, Steve. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, it's real. That's why we have it. That is real. Big time, Steve. I had the same thing. One other thing I I wanted to point out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) Anyways, the other one thing I wanted to say is let's not forget, too, police officers, politicians, especially when you talk about Democrat, Republican, they Mm -hmm. have their own fraternity. When you have your own fraternity, what do you usually do? You usually stick to the fraternity. Ken, you were talking about this before with Officer Chow. He probably can't just be a minority in a police station. He probably has to fall in line to be in the fraternity. And especially every fraternity has a leader. If that leader is bad and corrupt and says, hey, as a precinct, we don't like minorities. So don't defend them. If that is at all insinuated or passed along to the rest of the flock, that's how everyone's gonna be, even, even to
1: the ones, if they don't believe to the in themselves. Right? That is all of a point, Ryan. That is even, of a point dog. And even to the ones, even to the officers that look like look like can I see it? That go out there and treat the other people that look like look like themselves. It's mm-hmm, kind of like exactly. it's, it's just it's passed down. You one hundred percent right, Ryan. You know what? And what it goes mean? back
0: to how racism is passed down and, and it, learned over generations too. Yeah. And just to, uh, another uh, part of the script from the show. Uh, was the fact that we found out I saw the uh, club owner come out and talk about the George Floyd work there. I saw the interview. One uh-huh. mm-hmm. she called him, and she was like, I wish he would have known, talking about Siobhan. One of cop, my boys. That he was one of my boys. I was like, I don't like that. Like, you yeah. shouldn't have said that part. Uh, but she was still saying that they probably did not meet each other, but there's a chance they could have known each other. But one thing she pointed out, because the club <laughs> is usually, it's a Latin club, but when they had urban nights, that the cops would get way too aggressive. And the, the simplest thing we we'll send them into sparing uh spraying t- I mean uh m- Peppers, mace- Peppers spray into a Peppers
1: tizzy. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And it's just that mentality, all right, that, that's that's plantation mentality that we still love. it's like the old past fuck baseball being the old pastime. Your boot on our necks has been the fucking pastime. That's the original shit. Right? Like like at, genocide I, and slavery. Yeah, and it's just dude, how I ain't even getting my ish that I was supposed to get. We, we we haven't went that turn on your ass. You still don't understand. Like, we're good people, I think. I mean, it just one yes. of those things when you when you just still look at it like. It's just, and, and again, I'm not here to ask someone else to view me as a human. All right? I am a human. And I'm a grown-ass man. And I, I take my respect, or I, rather I demand my respect, or you can catch it. Because I, I I think about this. And then I forget, I feel early. I was like, man, this show gonna get me too emotional. I'm just getting over some shit. I don't need this shit right now. Right? <laughs> I was like, I feel my eyes gonna get moist today. But I, I I sit there and I think about the fact that as a black male here in this country, that I have to go up to somebody else and be like, you don't see me like like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to be like, hey, look, I bleed like you bleed, <laughs> man. It's been too long for me to have to do that shit. Listen, as Steve said with his partners, Steve's friends, your friends, Steve, have, to have the right to be racist. As long mm-hmm. as they don't use that racism and apply it on somebody. All right? If you don't like mm-hmm. the people, that's your business. I personally try to love everyone, all right? Because it's, it's mm-hmm. how I was raised, all right? regard And sometimes you have to grow and you have to gain because – I've always been a proponent of the LGBTQ community, right? Exactly. But I remember like 25 years ago, and it was like, yeah, they're going to get married. And people was like, well, maybe just not call it married. I was a person like, well, maybe it's not as bad if they don't call it married. And I was wrong, right? And uh, because uh, from where we all came from, saying the F word, uh, I got friends that still say the F word. And I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you, right? Like, And listen, Mm -hmm. they can look at me like a bitch if they want to. To me, I don't like it, so I don't say it. You know, my son Good. has never heard me say it. Like, I, I don't it, – and it's simple to do that for people. It's like, you don't like that? I right, I don't have to do it. Listen, even if you do it in your house, but I don't have to do it out here. One thing I thought about, and it's uh, – Steve, you mentioned it, and it. goes, But it goes back to what you were talking about, Dave, with the lady that owned the club that said that – uh Officer Chauvin.
1: Maria, I think it's it Maria Santa Maria. Santa Maria? I'm going to try to get a name for
0: you. It's Santa Maria. It's definitely okay, Santa Maria, her last yeah. name. Last, last name is Santa Maria. I don't know Maria. why in this article it doesn't have her first name. Okay. Anyway, or at least the part that I took. Let me not put it on the article. The part mm-hmm. that I took uh, from it or whatever. Uh, and she mentioned how you know, she was perturbed by how angry the cops were when it was Urban Night. Stephen, you asked how you can help. One thing, and I, we all can fall suit to this sometime not standing up for right i mentioned mm-hmm. and i said it was a fr- he, he was, I, one of my guys used to be my best friend growing up we didn't talk for years and when mm-hmm. the first time we started talking he was letting a gay slur flow out of his fucking mouth and i'm like mm-hmm. oh son like that's a lot right mm-hmm. there you know
1: the I'm way saying? that you
2: feel about the f word is the yeah. same way that i feel about the r word as it can as it's concerned to disabled people and yeah. All oh, that too. Like, I feel you on the F word, and yeah. I put the R word right up there too.
0: And, and, but the thing is, if we don't call people out, like when you talk about your racist friends, they yeah. have to start feeling uncomfortable about their emotions. So okay. even if those people are racist, they need to know when they're out and about not to bring those tendencies out. All right. Because you can't change a person's heart, but you can change a person's actions. So one, it's about making it culturally, uh, 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 morally rather, morally right that, listen, that's how you feel, but keep that shit the fuck over there. So, Because what really needs to change is your friends that are racist needs to fear you for not being racist. And okay. that that's what needs to be the change. So not that when we go home, racism is cool, the blacks aren't around here, we can be ourselves. And yeah, even though some of my friends aren't, are, are not racist, they know just let me be me. No, no, no. You keep that shit caged up in your fuck ass. And, I mean, that's the thing that we have to do. And, look, I'll be uncool. Like I said, when hearing a friend say, you know, F word. Now, I'm not even going to say it. If you don't get it, it's a gay slur, right? We grew up saying this shit, right? I remember the mm-hmm. time when I started working in uh, corporate America, and I was like, dang it. And no one had told me it was a gentleman that at my job had, like, it was crazy. He had, like, a shrine to uh, one of the actors on a Prison Break. Oh, right? I know you about right. And I had never seen some shit like this, literally. Because listen, that just, was wild. At any office place, a shrine. Yeah. I don't care. Let's, let's just say, like that's like me having a shrine. And this is like an old oh, no. That's like having me a shrine for like Lapita Nyong'o. Like, and you just see like pictures at my desk damn near a ceramic like all oh, it's just it's not it's really the office place it's they not were, correct.
1: They, we didn't even have cubicles there was just, yeah, we we the just, just
0: it was lunch tables we our, <laughs> our, our, our computers were just
1: on
4: lunch tables <laughs> basically right? basically was it just like the main character of no it was
0: the brother the one no it was the it was the one that was in jail <laughs> Actually, oh he was the crazy part it was one that came room. out it was the one that came out being gay listen gay people have great gay radar i mean he's gay yeah i believe he's I gay i didn't know that yeah, he's. That's anything wrong with it? I just said no, no. The slimmer one, the slimmer one is gay. Yeah, you're biracial.
1: Yeah, I, believe, yeah, break, right? yeah, I don't know you talking about. Yeah, that. I so, think
0: you're right, Ken. Yeah, I, no, I know I'm right, but it's <laughs> <date are> gay. <laughs> <laughs> Not because after used to like Prison Break, so that's why I kind of know after okay. used to watch okay. Prison Break. I didn't. People used to be obsessed with that yes, show. Yes. I don't know people why. were big yeah. on Prison Break. Yeah, but I remember thinking, dang, I can't say the f word like that. I don't even mean it like that. Think now, this is me being ignorant mm-hmm. right we were younger too You're we, younger, were, we yeah. grew but this is the culture we grew up in yeah but mm-hmm. the best thing that happened was me working there being like you know what i must i said this to myself i'm not going to say this at home because i don't want to make it slip up and say this shit, right yeah Bingo. fast forward and it, this has nothing but one of my close friends came out uh and i kind of knew it was gay came out to be gay I, I gotta like i've never had an issue with people's sexuality but the crazy part was like, when people got fired, mm-hmm. this ended up being one of my closest friends at the joint or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things that, and so, that, so that, like, that's me, for instance, saying like, there's no animus towards uh, gay people, in particularly in some aspects of black culture, where, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there is, all right? That'd be, why am I gonna be a liar and say it's not? Or cover mm-hmm. it up? Like, and, and another thing, we too fucking grown. That's the, like, what's the point of being an adult? if you still lie about childish bullshit, like you mentioned some
1: people, but you know, it can't, some people can't grow up. You see, i know some people who would say like, man, they are the exact same way they were in high school. And we like, it's, it's people older than me. It could oh, be like in their fifties and sixties, like 70s. she still act the same way. We did when she, when we were 17 years old, some people, some humans don't evolve. You could be mm-hmm. around the most, you could be around some of the most progressive people, not in the sense of like politics, but kind of like, you know, just kind of like they, they, they have elevated themselves. You know what I'm saying? They grew up. That's a better, that's a better term. They grew up. They Some evolved people, and adapted over the time. Yes, yes. They just mm-hmm. grew up. Some people still at their base level and never grow out
0: of it. It's, that's why I, you got to make them you, uncomfortable, D. Yeah. D, I, I, D, I, even, right? dumb, even dumb people, you can make uncomfortable with saying dumb shit. Oh, yeah. I feel you. Yep. Go ahead, go yep. Ryan. D, you already
4: said it. I mean, how many people stay basic to keep their life the same because they really like their position and life as it is? If I think, if I actually care, my world is going to change. It's it's just going to happen. Mm -hmm. And they're so afraid of that happening. Like, Mm -hmm. no, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm down with caring, but not if it changes my life. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's another point
1: I wanted to bring I'm up. Another, uh, another, another thing I wanted to bring up. I can't kind of alluded to it earlier. As I was watching this, as I was watching all these protests, mm-hmm. I just kept saying to myself. At first, I was saying it internally. Then I finally started just saying it externally to, to the misses. We sit next to. Her. She's, we sitting back watching it, and my wife, my bald, bald disclosure doesn't really matter. But my wife is biracial, right? She's black and white. So I'm watching it, and I'm like it's a lot of white people out there. And she, she looked at me, she's like, well, what, you, you don't think white people going to be out there marching and being about for the cause? I said, no, 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 no. I ain't trying to say that. And maybe it's kind of a generational thing. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I've, I've seen different protests. Like, the, w- where she grew up, uh, she grew up with a majority with a, her mother who's white. She she'll mm-hmm. tell me, like, you know what I'm saying? We didn't, my mother didn't, you know say saying? We didn't have cable and things like that. We was pretty poor. And you know, saying my mother wasn't turning on the TV so I could see what was happening the Rodney King, uh, uh, riots and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I saw that because it was kind of like, hey, young black boy, you need to see what's happening in your world, it affects mm-hmm. you, and this because of this, mm-hmm. right? So, I but I just I kept something like, is something not sitting right with my black soul on this? It's like, mm-hmm. I see a lot of white people out there.
3: Like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not used to this,
1: and not saying, and not saying that I don't want them down for the calls, because I do want everybody down to the calls. Steve, Ryan, y'all here. We talking an open mm-hmm. discussion. Mm-hmm. Y'all are part, of, y'all, y'all are part of the elevating. Then I wake up and I, I think I sent this, uh, the thread out to the guys. Uh, Joy Reid, who's an MSNBC reporter, but this is basically coming off the press conference of the the governor, governor. of Minnesota, the mayor of Minnesota, mm-hmm. uh, Minneapolis, and Twin Cities. And Keith Ellison, who I didn't even know, was the AG up there. He's Attorney General. And it's mm-hmm. coming out right now like, yeah, you're seeing all these people out there. There are a lot of like, white nationalists. And I was it, just put, about to say man. this. I was
2: just about to say this. I got friends that are up in Minnesota right now. Uh-huh. White people who are progressive and behind the movement and who are trying to do the right thing and all it is is white nationalist supremacists that are trying to provoke a race riot by doing the looting and doing a burn the shit Wait a minute, right now yeah, yes, yes, they, yes, they are tweet. starting this so that it can turn into a racial thing and get that side of it going like right. mm-hmm. it's wrong it's, it's totally wrong that is tweet- just and it's crazy. Ooh, she 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 tweeted out soul, man. Like she,
1: she tweeted out. She said, uh, this is based off the conversation, she got a thread. She said, Ads that white national white nationalist groups are posting messages promoting going to Minneapolis to get our loot on and cause mayhem. He says they will investigate those using outrage over the murder of George Floyd as a cover for illegal activity. Also, she did know. That um, Mayor Carter, uh, this is, must be the mayor from uh, Twins, St. Uh, St. Paul. St. Paul, St. Paul, said every, per- every she has capitalized, every person arrested last night during the protest was from out of, out state. of state. The governor One, said it, at least 80% uh, said that, said it is, it is at least 80% and that they will begin releasing the names. Uh, Deputy of Safety Commissioner John Harrington says they are contact tracing arrestees. So I don't know what that nice, means. Contract, tra- contract tracing of uh, yeah, COVID? I think COVID. COVID yeah, too, like, right?
0: Yeah, just but using contract tracing to see what the connections were with these people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Real yep.
0: quick. And so uh, the lab dog jumped out, William Barr today, and it was funny. Oh. Didn't take any questions, just like his boss didn't when he put out that bogus-ass tweet the other day, and then he ran it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Barr was like, they, everyone, a lot of the people are traveling from out of states. But he said that it was anarchist and extreme leftist, and I said, "Son of a bitch!" Oh yeah, didn't, didn't do say. N- but he didn't say anything about people that were hard right, which we, we were talking about the white supremacists. And, and again, going back to the whole Charlottesville, they're good guys on both sides, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying. Wow. It's, it's and it's just so. In, think of, this is the thing. It's in the administration. Like, think about if you're you're living in a country, and the country is already set up against you, right? But now you got somebody that's using it, and I'm, I'm not saying that Donald Trump isn't a racist, but Donald Trump uses racism to be his bully pulpit for his base because he know it amps them up. Right. So now- Are you they, kidding? So <laughs> He's racist. No, yeah, he I'm, is racist. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not, look, again, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I there's agree was with the you, there's the, there was a press conference no, early, see, like two weeks ago. This, no, yeah. you can talk about the Central Park Six. I, I'm not against. Right. No, 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 no. Where, where,
2: where the Chinese-American or the Asian-American Reporter from CBS, it's the China virus, that's China. Like, no, <laughs> who do you yeah. think you are, bro?
0: Oh, yeah, and then no. the
2: tweets he came out with last night.
0: I'm not, no, 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 again, I'm not. The only thing I'm trying to say from taking the, taking that off of him right there is just still pointing out that he used it as a tool. I, I agree, mm-hmm. I believe he's a racist, but I, I also that now he uses racism as a means to an end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but also. Definitely. Side note: Steve brought up a great point uh, about Joe Biden, right? So uh, we put out—I uh, think the last was the last flip. Shut the fuck up, Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Pop, I, I smoke. I yeah. came up with—I uh, came up with the title. Put so blame me for the title of "Shut the Fuck Up, Biden." Blame me. So if you have anything to say about that, come at Kent. So somebody, and I think it was a black person, I believe, uh, uh, commented on it and was like. Yeah, but Trump is saying this. Uh, it, it was a uh, check the post when them uh, check my post of it or whatever. Oh, uh, on Instagram. Somebody, and it was just one day, it just so happened. They did it. I was, I had just gotten up and I was just going through it. And I said, and, I, and, and you know, when I get angry, I want all the smoke. Mm-hmm. So it was like, <laughs> oh, thank you so much for this. So they basically told me, like, Trump's over here calling people thugs and doing this and doing that. And some, some, something, something, Joe, some you need to wake up. And I said, hold up. I said if you if you want, if you ever listen to this show, me and my host, me and D, have been saying that Joe Biden was gonna be the nominee and we was gonna vote for him, even if necessarily we didn't think his old ass need to be running. Yeah. Right? So don't act like we can't chew gum and walk. I can right. reprimand I can reprimand him for fucking up and still use him as an ends to a means and getting Trump out the fucking White House, right? But it was, mm-hmm. but it was just funny. That somebody had sit there because that's really what we're doing. Listen, look, and I was gonna get deeper into it and start talking about the the, the, um, the uh, Tara Reid shit, right? Like how we're absolving that shit, right? Listen, I, let's leave, I, let me take even further. I say it on here. I'm not a fucking uh, a, a JB Prisker guy because he didn't give up his fucking taxes. I can't be mad at fucking Trump for the shit. And then because JB's a Democrat, be like, well, it's okay. These They all rich, you dumb motherfuckers. Like if rich people hide some shit, they're not hiding that shit for no fucking reason. No, I went off with a tangent. Now I'm just stepping my
1: little ass. Back. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, 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 you've been quiet. What do you think about the? what I was saying had brought up the simple fact of now it's being reported that you know the white nationalists and ultra right people are kind of like invading these protests and kind of like really starting shit.
3: It's really sad and like him brought up Charlottesville. That, that's what it brought brought it back to me. We we talked about it on this show before. Um, Trump, uh, where you think he's racist or not? That's up to you, but. He does use that element to, like, like you said, ramp up his base because that was that was a big element that got him into the right house. Because he said, just like all politicians, they say what the that, that base wants wants them to hear, what they think that fan base wants them to hear, and so he's catering to them. And so I, I just think it's really sad. Whoever did the looting and, uh, and the destroying of the property, it should be uh, prosecuted to the fullest extent of the, of the law. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, it, it's just really sad all around. What I really wanted to say in my last segment was, I know Ken and D. I I know you guys are both parents of young children, but I want to yes. send this message out to our listeners. I know many of you guys are parents, are guardians and grandparents. And uh, for people who, who do know parents and grandparents and guardians, this is to my young people. I know we got some 20 year olds in, in college that are protesting out there as well. But My goddaughter this, this,
2: is a five year old black girl.
3: This, that, that, this yeah, this is to. to yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, bro. Just saying. Like, hey, he, yeah, he got everybody <laughs> in the family. Drop this
4: for
1: it. Go ahead, Sid.
3: But this is to my high school seniors who just graduated from high school. If you're 18 years old or will be 18 years old before the November election, to all my uh, parents out there, guardians and grandparents, please tell your high school seniors to go and register to vote. COVID yeah. or no COVID. Please register to vote. Uh, and and to the people that say that your your vote doesn't count, BS. Uh, Get rid of that notion. It's not true. Your vote does count. Register and vote, and please vote on the election day. And follow the uh, and follow follow, um, the issues beyond after the election day. I
1: don't know if it's too late.
3: That's amazing. Yeah, I
1: don't know if I don't know if it's too late to do the census. Do the damn census. And yeah. make sure you ask make sure you ask to go out there and vote. See, you couldn't be, a, you couldn't be more than hundred uh, percent on that one. And go back to your point earlier: local elections, local officials. I don't know if anybody saw this, and I, I know I tweeted it out. Killer Mike had a like, off the top, impassioned speech from last night with the riots going down there in Atlanta. And one of the key things he was basically saying, like, "Hey, man, listen, you tired of this shit? Voting's coming up. Vote out the pro- vote out the prosecutor to lock your homeboy up."
2: Right. Vote uh-huh. out the
1: vote, vote out the mayor that you know saying uh, uh, that's behind or uh, okay with all the some of the stuff that's going on. That that falls down to the chiefs. Don't forget about judges. You got to look at judges and how they vote and how they prosecute people. It, listen, I always I, I I know I say this to the missus, I say this to this about everybody. All we see we see a lot of this fuck shit, but it still comes down to the people. None of this shit moves without the people. Now yep. that's meaning people, to put people in to keep us down, or you could put somebody in there that you can hold accountable, as Ken just said, even though Joe Biden, we say we probably gonna vote for Joe Biden, but we can still reprimand his ass when he fucks up. Even put somebody in there that you know, I know at least he, he or she will hear me, I can still voice my opinion. So it's key, it is very, very key to go vote. I know a lot of people are depressed, might not like the might not might not like the, uh, the candidates, but if you don't vote, this kind of shit it happens. Even to kid talking about they can use that technique up in Minnesota. Put in, put put uh, your knee in somebody's neck. An officer can put a knee in somebody's neck. That goes down to. Who you have as mayor? Who are your aldermen? Who are your representatives? Make sure they go in and say, hell no, that ain't the case. You got to fight with the union, uh, fight fight with the police union. District They're, attorneys too. District attorney, exactly. If you got to fight with them, then fucking bring the fight on. That kind of stuff ain't going to happen. It comes, it still comes down to
0: vote. D, real quick, you yeah. didn't tell us after you found out that there were actors coming in the States uh, yes. and starting this stuff. And I know you, you took that information back to the missus, and so she was like, "You don't think half I, of you is down for the cause?" What did she say? Half, half of her. No, no, no. no she down for the cause. No, 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 no. I don't mean she, that's not her. I'm oh, saying what did you say? I, when I mean half of her, <laughs> I'm implying that because she was like, "You don't think that half of me, my white half, gonna oh, be out?" No. So when you came back and was like, "See, I told you there was something wrong with it." Well, Why? What, what did she say? I told you something wrong about that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think she. Wait a minute! I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom, just going through Twitter, and I think she heard me say, "I fucking knew it."
4: <laughs> right stand, oh, I, P, I cannot I, wait until you're a forty-five-year-old man. <laughs> wait a minute!
1: Wait a minute! I came not the stairs like Chanel. She's like, "Why are you call me?" Like I told you, You see this shit? She's like, "Yes, the moms are not surprised by that." Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> There's white people out there that were doing that. I'm like, I fucking knew it. And I fucking walked away like, what the fuck? I, I, I just, do. I was saying it. Me and my boys had a Zoom call a couple of nights ago, and I uh, shared my screen, and we were just watching the, the first night, the first night. No, 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 no. Second night, when they uh they torched the uh, fire department. I mean, the police department in Minnesota. Precinct. I, yeah, the precinct. I was sharing it on my screen. And we were just talking about it. And we all was kind of like, there's a
4: lot of white people out there, ain't it?
1: I don't know. We were, and we was whispering to each other, even though Zoom to each other. I said, there's a lot
4: of white people. <laughs>
0: That, look at that conditioning
4: I know right so, <laughs> You see all these white people out here it's like, Yeah
1: what the hell is going on like, I'm like I like it I'm, I'm glad they out there But it's always a lot of them So, And then to see this tweet come out It's like
2: <laughs> I fucking knew it All right. knew it